This is View from the Pitch, the official podcast of the Maple Leafs. I'm your host, Ryan Egan, and in this episode, I speak to Gary Takamatsu about how he became a Maple Leaf back in 2018, his MVP season in 2021, and what he hopes his future in baseball holds. Here it is. All right, man, thanks for coming on today, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So going back to, obviously, coming to the IBL back in 2018, you spend time with the OBJs and you come to the Maple Leafs. What went into your decision to not only play in the IBL, but become a Maple Leaf? Um, well, Tops was my catching coach at OBJ, so he had a lot of influence there. And there was a lot of alumni from the program that went on to play there. And being new to catching, I thought it'd be a good opportunity to work, uh, work with Reeves every day. And I learned a lot between him and Mara. So it was, it was a great decision. I'm happy I made it. Yeah, and a lot of guys like you go on to play in the collegiate league or something like that. But you decided to play in the IBL. Um, and you dominated that season. You won Rookie of the Year. It was outstanding. Um, just how surprised were you by, if, if at all, by just how dominant you were that season? Um, I was going in there, wasn't expecting to play a whole lot. And um, like anywhere you go, uh, you can adjust to the pitching pretty easily. There's a lot more mature guys. But uh, my success, too, was being around a lot of the older guys that had pro experience. Um, I was out there every game picking their brains before in BT. And they helped me out a lot. They, they told me what to what to look for when I was hitting, and they gave me a lot of protection as well. Right, and yeah, you mentioned that Maple Leafs lab. You mentioned Justin Murr. And a lot of guys, if they look at collegiate league, and they say, okay, I'm going to play with guys my own age. You know, I'm going to play with, you know, I'm going to play a lot more games than 36 games that you play that season with the Maple Leafs. Just what are some of the pros and cons that go into, you know, playing in the IBL as a collegiate guy and maybe perhaps playing that collegiate um, summer league? Um, well, out of high school, I went and played in the collegiate league. I liked it a lot, but it was just a lot of games. And coming off of a college season already, uh, when I went back, when I went to go play for the Leafs, I was actually coming off an injury. So I was able to go home, rehab that injury to 100% and uh, play for a local team that I was close by and the competition was probably similar, if not better. So I thought it was more beneficial for me just to be in an environment I know, be close to home so I can, I can still rehab my shoulder and get a lot of quality reps. Right. And in college, you played at Indian Hills to begin and you dominated there. Is this one went into your decision to go play at Indian Hills? Well, out of high school, I went to Central Alabama. Things didn't work out well there. Um, I got hurt about halfway through the season, decided to transfer. Kind of went out, went out on a limb to Indian Hills. They were going through a coaching change. And when I got there, I gelled really well with the coach. Um, the hitting coach taught me a lot. He's probably one of the best hitting coaches I had. And I got to credit a lot of my success that season to him. Right. And then you end up going to Oklahoma and you dominate that one season that you play at Oklahoma. Obviously, you're back at Oklahoma now. Just making that transfer, what went into that decision to transfer and then transfer to Oklahoma? Uh, I just wanted to go to a school that wanted me. Um, a scholarship played a lot into that since I have to cover my own school. And they had they had a very successful track record. And I liked the program, what they had to offer. And all the facilities are uh, top tier. They're better than most D1s. So it was kind of a no-brainer to me. When uh, we went to play there in JUCO, the coach showed me around, and I loved it. I fell in love there. Right. And then we'll get into your 2021 IBL season, the MVP season that was. But <clears> last <throat> season, you ended up staying the whole season with Maple Leafs because you weren't planning on going back to school. I remember talking to Topoli, and he's like, you caught a bit of a break because obviously we have Taco Master for the full season. Just what went into your decision to, at the time, not go back to school and then eventually making that decision to head back to college? Well, uh, I graduated last year, but I had that one extra year of uh, eligibility because of COVID. My body was pretty beat up. I got, I played the last half of uh, the 2021 season with a broken hand. So I was pretty worn out. And 
even going to the Leafs, it was kind of a game time decision, especially with uh, when the season was going to start. So I kind of took it day by day. wasn't sure if I was going to keep on playing or not. And uh, Tops was kind of bugging me throughout since I was home. And um, happy I went there, had a great season, had a great time. And I was actually supposed to go play in Australia after that, but that got canceled because of COVID. So once that happened, my coach called me about two weeks before our uh, spring semester started, asked if I wanted to come back. And, you know, I couldn't really say no to the opportunity, and I'm happy I came back here. Right. And that 2021 season that you had with the Maple Leafs, I was talking to Topley prior to the playoffs last season. He said, if it wasn't for getting injured in 2020, that was going to be your breakout season in the IBL. It ended up being in 2021. So at what point in that season did you say, man, this is going to be an all-time great season for me? And, you know, even though you have Castaldo and Justin Marr and Marcus Connect, all these different guys, it was you that was really leading the way offensively for the Maple Leafs. Yeah, I saw the lineup and I thought I was going to be more uh, later in the lineup guy. You know, I was going to just kind of hide in their shadows. But I'd say about halfway through, I was like, oh, I'm holding my own right now. And uh, I was kind of leading most of the stats. So I, about halfway through, I realized that this was going to be a big season for me. And uh, all, all the guys, the teammates are just super supportive. And that internal competition between us was uh, really, really thrived. And especially at the end, me and Mara were kind of going back to back with each other. So it was a lot of fun. Right. And a lot of guys talk about Christy Pitts. Like, oh, well, Takamatsu has these numbers because it's Christy Pitts. Justin Mara has these numbers because it's Christy Pitts. But I remember when Casal got traded to the Baycats, I was talking to him a few seasons back, and he mentioned how it's kind of like a catch-22 playing at Christy Pitts because you kind of go up to the plate thinking you want to hit a home run. So how tough is it, uh, if at all, playing at Christy Pitts and thinking, you know, you just want to get on base, but at the same time, it's pretty easy to hit a home run at Christy Pitts. So how, how do you balance as a batter trying to just get on base and have a professional approach instead of just trying to hit one out? Um, it, it's a blessing and a curse playing there for sure. I, I learned that the hard way my first season. I went out there, I was trying to hit home runs. I was like, oh, it's a small field. I can, I can just pull it out of here, no problem. But if you have that mindset, you're going to get in a lot of trouble there and that place can eat you up alive. Um, every day I just went in trying to hit the ball as hard as I could, dead center, didn't think about pulling wherever the ball went or wherever the ball went. Right. And that MVP season you had, obviously the IBL is just kind of posted a press release saying, hey, here's this guy won the MVP, this guy won this award, this, one, this guy won this one. But finding out you won the MVP, just how cool was that given? Again, you talk about all those guys in that Maple Leafs lineup and a bunch of different guys across the league that are talented players, some guys that played minor league baseball, D1, all that. So just how cool was it to win the uh, MVP last season? It was really cool. I was I was not expecting to win it at all. Uh, maybe towards the end, I was looking at the numbers a bit, and you know, if I I knew what I had to do in order to kind of secure that up, but it was it was an honor to get get a uh, MVP and just being recognized with those caliber players. It was it was something special to me. Right, you're not last season here in college. Now you're you've been absolutely outstanding. Seems like every game you're either hitting a home run or having <laughs> two three hits. Just uh, what kind of season are you having right now uh, in Oklahoma? Um, I started the season, I struggled a lot. I kind of played around with my swing, which I really shouldn't have, but started to find my groove again, which is nice. Uh, I found that I've been a little bit streaky here. I want to be more consistent, but uh, everything's falling in place. The team's, team's playing really well together now, and uh, everything's starting to click at the right time. So I'm really, really happy about that. Right. You know, how do you balance, obviously, your last season? You want to get, you know, perhaps go as far as you can as a team, but also realizing that, hey, if you keep up doing what you can do, you might get drafted. You might get in the Larks. How do you balance trying to have personal success while also having team success? 
Uh, I just try and be the best teammate that I can possibly be day in, day out, especially being an older guy. I kind of taken the leadership role and uh, we have a younger team. So just teach, like helping them day to day, like what the least did to me goes a long way. And uh, I know if I, if I play well every day, it's going to give the team a good chance to win. So I just take it game by game. Don't try and get, get too big for myself and just try and be an impact right. every time I step up there. Right. And also you look at this season that you have, it's been absolutely terrific. Obviously there's lots of possibilities for you once you uh, finish school. Um, just what do you hope to have baseball wise, not even necessarily next season, but just two, three seasons down the road. Do you hope to play indie ball? Do you hope to perhaps get drafted? Just what are your hopes overall in terms of uh, what you want to see baseball wise moving forward for you? Um, I'm kind of a go with the flow type of guy. I got a couple options right now. So I'm, I'm weighing that out and seeing, seeing what will, what will be best for me. Uh, the one thing is being Canadian, getting a visa is kind of tough. I was I was contemplating playing indie ball last year, but there's about a two month wait to get a, a visa. So I had to put that on hold. So uh, I'm just, you know, letting the outside factors do their thing. I just got to focus on myself and whatever opportunities come to me is uh, I'll take it, take it by stride and see where it goes. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate all of you coming on today. And uh, I wish you the best of luck for the rest of your college season. And uh, we'll see what the future holds for you. But I appreciate you coming on today, man. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, Ryan. Once again, that was Garrett Takamatsu on his 2021 MVP season and what he hopes his future in baseball holds. Stay tuned in two weeks' time for the next episode of View from the Pits.